0: You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 33. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach, Lerke Nilsson, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset tools and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. Do you think you can create a deep connection or emotional intimacy on purpose? Or do you just have to be patient and give it time before you can feel connected on a deeper level? The answer is both yes and no. There is, in fact, a way that you can create a feeling of closeness, emotional intimacy. By using questions to open up a conversation that allows you to both share personal and vulnerable information. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can create more emotional intimacy, a deeper connection with a man that you are dating in less than an hour. Because asking and answering 36 specific questions about your biggest dreams, your deepest fears, and your best and worst moments in life. That is more or less guaranteed to make you both feel closer and more emotionally connected to each other. And this is backed by science. In fact, the questions are developed by a scientist who wanted to see if closeness can be created under experimental conditions. And it turned out that it can indeed. I personally find it so much fun to know that you can facilitate a deeper connection on purpose. You could, in theory, invite your date to do a little experiment where you both go through the 36 questions and, voila, you will feel closer to each other in less than an hour. But for a long-term relationship, you also want to give it some time before you conclude that the closeness or intimacy that you might have experienced with the person when doing this experiment also corresponds to what you're going to feel on a longer term, that these feelings sustain with time. Now, first of all, let's get clear on what does it even mean to have emotional intimacy with another person. It means that you feel that your innermost self is validated, understood and cared for by this person. You feel close to the other person. And the signs that you have emotional intimacy with another human being is that you feel safe and you experience that you know each other on a deep level. You are willing to share your inner world and it feels natural to be playful and silly and to show affection. This is something that can normally develop over time when you get to know someone really well and you like them. But it's also something you can facilitate by prompting a conversation that discloses both of your inner worlds and that allows you both to be vulnerable. This has been studied by a psychologist named Arthur Aron and he published this study back in 1997. He was a psychology student who fell in love while he was looking for a topic for research, and so he decided to dive into the mysteries of love. He wondered why there wasn't more scientific literature on this topic, and he asked himself if it would be possible to create conditions for emotional closeness or intimacy to thrive in an experimental setting between two human beings who never met each other. And just for the record, Aaron later married his girlfriend and she was also a psychologist and they both have been conducting research in this field for many years now. Anyways, Aaron came up with an idea of an experiment to study emotional closeness. He decided to investigate this by creating a setting where two people asked each other a list of questions that they of course also answered themselves The closeness he wanted to study here was actually not about people falling in love. It really was about connection between human beings and not only romantic. It was the kind of closeness you can feel with a stranger, like someone you meet on a plane, for instance. If you ever tried the situation where you go on a long-haul flight and you sit next to someone for eight hours or longer, and you can't really go anywhere, so you start talking, and then you discover that the person next to you is actually quite sympathetic. And all of a sudden you realize that you have shared more personal details with this person than what you have with several of your friends. It is the feeling of closeness between strangers in this very isolated moment. So that was the intention with the study. But nevertheless, when you search the internet, there are several anecdotes on how people who went through these questions together, they fell in love, they started relationships and even got married. And this is, of course, due to the fact that the questions were designed to facilitate self-disclosure, showing the other person who you truly are, showing your vulnerable sides as well. And this does create connection on a deeper level, although it might as well be feelings of empathy or compassion or friendship. So not necessarily something romantic. So, the study was conducted with psychology students, and they were asked to go to a classroom for 45 minutes and go through the questions and some simple tasks, and then they were separated for an individual evaluation of the level of closeness they experienced. They tested different experimental groups, and the results were reported as a number on a closeness scale. For instance, they tested the influence of what they called non-disagreement, meaning that the persons who were matched had similar values or at least did not disagree on important questions. They wanted to see if that could influence the level of closeness. They also tested the factor of expecting someone to like them. So if the participants were told ahead of time that they were most likely going to like each other, they wanted to see if that created a higher rating of closeness. And then finally, they also tested the influence of being told from the beginning that the goal of this study was to create closeness. But in the end, what really mattered for the results of this study was the nature of the questions asked, because they tested also different groups of questions, and some of them were just more efficient in creating a feeling of closeness than others. So, a number on a scale, it doesn't in itself say much, so in order to evaluate whether the closeness that the participants had rated in this study, whether that was actually significant, they compared it to ratings for other relationships in the person's life. And they actually concluded that the closeness that was achieved in this experiment, using the particular 36 questions, that level of closeness was comparable to what the participants felt in their closest and deepest relationships and in some cases even more. So the closeness feeling created in 45 minutes with these questions was comparable and in some cases stronger than what they had felt in other relationships where they had known each other for much longer. So Aaron concluded that using these questions to prompt intimacy works really well in terms of creating the feeling in the moment However, he also says that it's not entirely the same kind of closeness as the one that could develop over time, and that after 45 minutes, you wouldn't expect someone to have the same level of loyalty and commitment as you do with people with whom you share some history. But it can be a very good start on a close relationship, and on top of that, the participants actually really enjoyed the study. It was fun to be participants, which is not always the case for scientific studies. So now you're probably dying to know what kind of questions it was. The final list of questions was developed by trial and error, and they were designed to elicit feelings about hopes, regrets, dreams, and core values. And the idea was to gradually increase the level of back and forth self-disclosure. So I'm going to put the link to the published article in the show notes so you can go and find all the questions yourself, but I'm just going to mention a few of them here so you get the idea. The questions were organized in three sets where they become increasingly more deep. So the first ones are basically just to open the conversation. And some of the questions from the first set were, Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? What would constitute a perfect day for you? When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? And then some of the questions from the second set were, Is there something that you dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it yet? What is your most treasured memory? What is your most terrible memory? What roles do love and affection play in your life? And finally, some of the questions from the third set were Complete the sentence I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Fill in the blanks. When did you last cry in front of another person? Or by yourself? And what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? So how can you then use this information in your dating life? I know that a lot of you like to be very efficient, but I want to recommend that you don't just throw all 36 questions on the table on one of the first dates. But if you want to do all of them together with a man that you are dating, I would suggest you wait until you know him enough to have an idea that he's going to enjoy it or he's going to find it interesting and then make sure that he understands it's not an interview or a test or something. And then you can do it as a fun experiment together. Maybe you can even try to rate your experienced closeness before and after if you're really into the nerdy stuff. Another way that you can use these questions is if you just want to get some inspiration on how to prompt a deeper and more personal conversation, then you can pick and choose from the list. Use selected questions as you like and see where it takes the conversation. And the reason this works is, of course, because you both reveal something personal about yourself and that is in many cases vulnerable. You show your authentic self to the other person and that is also showing them trust You show that you are willing to trust them enough to open up. And when you then ask them back and listen to their answers without judgment, it also shows that you care for them. This is a mutual sharing of personal and potentially vulnerable information that lets the other person into a room that you normally don't share with everyone. And that creates a feeling of closeness, of deep connection. It doesn't necessarily mean you fall in love. As I said in the beginning, it might as well just be that you feel that you know the other person on a deeper level and you find them more sympathetic, you like them more afterwards. So this was some very concrete guidance on how to create more emotional intimacy or even just use a few of the questions to inspire a deeper and more personal conversation with a man that you want to get to know more and that you want to get to know you more. And if you like the advice and ideas you hear on this podcast, there's a good chance that you will like working with me as well. So if you're a single woman feeling stuck or hopeless in your dating life and you're curious about what it would be like to have my support in shortcutting your journey to love, then why don't you book a free call with me on the link in the show notes. Then you get to chat with me for 45 minutes and tell me what you're struggling with. And I will then share with you how I see your path to finding love and how I can help you get there. So thank you for listening today and have a wonderful week out there. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free consult call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you also help other women find it.